Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am Jay Lucas, the Evil Lawyer, and across from me is my co-host, Jason Holloway. What's up? How do? So, we were going to do this hilarious show about uh, the Idiot Awards for 2019, and most of them were in the Democratic Party, but... but by the way, both parties suck, too, so well, we're not yeah. in the can for either side. Yeah, let's make that clear. We were talking about this last night. You know, the left wing and the right wing are on the same bird, okay? So... Just because we bag on Democrats all the time doesn't mean we necessarily love everything the Republicans do. They're just the ones that give us the most ammo. Yeah, more or less. Um, but someone decided to shoot up a Church of Christ uh, worship service in White Settlement, Texas. Are you familiar with the Church of Christ? Very? Do you know anything about them? I, I was raised Catholic, and you know. Okay. So. Well, they think you're going to hell. I'll right. just tell you that. I did nine years in a Church of Christ prep school. I wish you could see the look he just gave me. <laughs> yeah, they are serious, man. They don't dance. They don't smoke. They don't drink. They believe, not all of them, but categorically, as a general rule, most of them believe that every other denomination is going straight to hell. Straight to hell. Um, yeah, they don't play around. And uh, so I'm assuming that the two unfortunate victims are looking down right now on us. <laughs> and the shooter, I'm just going to leave that one up to Jesus because I don't have any idea. Before we get into the particulars of that shooting, I thought, you know, you, you've lived in Texas your whole life pretty much, right? Well, you know, I had a little uh, stint with the Marine Corps where I traveled the world and got to see uh, you know, some fine accommodations and a lot of third world shitholes. But other than that, yeah. You got uh, to meet interesting people and then kill them, basically. Something like that. <laughs> Well, I haven't lived in Texas my whole life. Uh, I grew up somewhere else, but my you concept, got here as quick as you I got could, here as quick as I could. My concept of Texas was always, you know, Texas is a wild, wild west. People walk around cowboy hats and three firearms, and um, but that was not always the case. Um, yeah, there aren't Longhorns in everybody's front yard. Just mine, yeah, just mine. <laughs> Actually, your dad. Yeah, you're, your not, dad you're not wrong. Yeah. Easter eggs on legs is what they call them. <laughs> Texas was not always the gun-friendly state that it's made out to be, and we're going to talk about a lot of things, but I wanted to dig into some history, so I'll do the best I can to make this funny, but um, I think the only life we're going to get is that I did nine years in a Church of Christ prep school. <laughs> That's my that's my excuse for I why I still can't look at rulers the same way either. You know, I mean, but that's Catholicism. That's now they used the, they used paddles. Um, they used they used those big long like one of the teachers had one made out of a baseball bat. I shit you not, her husband was was a woodworker, so he carved her paddle out of a Louisville Slugger. Nice. And yeah, and if you did anything that they didn't like, which was pretty much anything, uh, you got ten, you got ten swats. Texas was not always, okay, pre-Civil War, Texas was the wild, wild west, and you could walk around with a bazooka if you wanted to, if they had them back then, well, maybe a cannon. Yes. You know, you put a cannon on your burrow, and then right. you have the horse and whatever. In 1871, which was, for those who cannot do math or went to government schools and took revisionist history, was six years after the Civil War, uh, Texas made it illegal to carry any pistol, dirt, dagger, slingshot, sword, cane, spear, brass knuckles, bowie knife, or any other kind of knife or anything else manufactured or sold for the purposes of offense or defense. 
And this... Do you do know that, I think it was just this past year, that uh, uh, Abbott made it legal to carry swords again? He made it legal to carry brass knuckles, switchblades, swords, and pretty much all of these old school like blackjack weapons that were on the naughty list are now on the nice list. And that that came out of uh, those women's keychains that look like a little kitty cat head that yeah, are actually yeah, or brass a knuckles or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because that was sexist to deny women their right to punch someone with a pair of brass knuckles. Well, the reason why uh, Texas made everything illegal in the 1870s was because after the Civil War, a lot of certain group of people got freed. Mm-hmm. You know, Juneteenth, it's a funny holiday we celebrate in Texas. That's uh, when we decided that. That was a no. couple of years after the Emancipation Proclamation when, Oops. you know, when, when the, uh, the African American people found out that they were, had it's been free, free for <laughs> quite a while. Uh, I know it's not funny, but I saw a comedian, I think it was Chris Rock, did a terrific bit about that. Funny's still funny. It's still funny. Yeah, it's funny, and, and, you know, we'll be making fun of some shootings here in a minute. So, 1871, everything that you could use to defend yourself but your own two fists and your own two feet became illegal in Texas. In the 1920s, the lovely Democratic Party, Democrats, (laughs) them again. Uh, By the way, the Democrats were the party of the plantation owners and were the party of slavery. And the KKK. And the KKK and everything else. But uh, Unless you forget. I mean, and not only that, all this is verifiable. Look it up yourself. You got Google. And if you can't find it on Google, use DuckDuckGo.com. But in the 1920s, the Democrats uh, went even further by banning our favorite toys, automatic weapons. I mean, there's no reason why. And here's the thing, too. I mean, with with my military experience, automatic weapons are fun to shoot, right. but they grossly waste ammunition. And they, it's also a perishable skill. You ha- you actually have to know how to lean into it. And again, if you don't know what you're doing, all you're doing is just spraying and praying. An amateur firing 30 rounds in a half a split second is less likely to hit you than a halfway decently trained person firing one. Exactly. And that's why we have the three-round burst. You know, It was because in Vietnam, the estimate was that for every one enemy kill, 100,000 rounds were expended. Uh, so spray and pray once again spray and pray but anyway the democrats uh, banned automatic weapons you bastards and levied a 50 percent tax on pistol sales in texas now texans being texans immediately started uh, no. lease started leasing pistols instead of selling them which resulted in a lot more tax and um the Democrats trying to make possession of any of these weapons. Remember now, swords, canes, spears, spears, <laughs> brass knuckles, Bowie knife, any other kind. Bowie knife. Bowie knife is named for Bowie, for God's sake. He practically invented Texas. They they tried to make all of these possession of any of them a felony, and that was uh, in the 1920s. The whoever was governor of Texas back then refused to sign that, so they didn't get their way. We go up to October 16, 1991, what's known as the Luby's Massacre. There's a lot of things sacred in Texas. The Alamo, firearms, Longhorns, church, Luby's. Yeah, yeah religion, yeah, of course. Luby's is, football. Luby's is sacred, and usually that's where we all go after church. 
24 killed, 27 in, injured in the Luby shooting. Uh, you know, there's a, I can't remember the, the name of the book, but there's a book that I read and somebody had left their pistol in their in, glove box. Yeah. And, and, you know, we talked about that because I have a, uh, so I got another buddy who makes fun of me that my carry weapon is a small caliber pistol. And my, my response is, your desert eagle in your glove box is not going to do you any good when some someone tries to rob you or tries to shoot you in the face. However, my 380 in my pocket, yeah. See, the only thing that um, that I, I don't even know how you put this. The only thing that uh, reduces the amount of people killed is the second shooter shows up. Exactly, and there was no second shooter. Well, there the second shooter finally showed up in Colleen. And the, the gunman was killed. That's the Luby's Massacre is in Colleen, Texas, which is down by Waco. But here's where Texas diverged from the rest, a lot of the rest of the country. Now, Chicago, where one of the people we were going to make fun of today, but we'll have to make fun of him next week, Obama came from. Well, he's not from there. He's from Kenya. But, you know, he, right. he, yeah, he you know. started in Chicago, arguably, allegedly. Uh, Chicago has responded to their massive gang and shooting problem. How many did I say got killed last year there? I believe that was 650. Okay, so that's like one, 1. 1.9 a day getting killed there. They have responded by enacting the some of the, and, and I hate to use the Democrat phrase for it, strongest gun laws in the nation. They're not really strong gun laws. They're... They're unconstitutional and illegal gun laws. But and not, and not only that, they're also inept at doing anything. Yeah, and but that's what Chicago did to stop everyone in Chicago from killing each other, and it hasn't worked at all. Uh, as opposed to Texas, in response to the 1991 Luby's Massacre, Texas legislature uh, started gunning for concealed carry licenses. Yeah, no, bad joke. And in 95, four years later, George W., you may remember him when he was president. G-Dub. G-Dub. You ever ever met W.? No, I've never met W. He's a hell of a guy, man. He really is. I'm I'm, I'm not a fan of his presidency, really, but uh, just hanging out with him, he's a great guy. Good character, huh? Signed a law authorizing properly licensed residents to carry concealed handguns. And the property license part was you can't be a felon, you can't have a Class A misdemeanor in the last year, and you can't have a domestic violence case. And there's a few other things, but basically, most people can get a license. Well, and, and here's the thing about Texas, too, is that we, uh, because of our Castle Doctrine... And, well, see, the Castle Doctrine came later. Right, but what the point that I'm getting at is, is that... Texas is kind of a little fast and loose with uh, the the gun laws and everything, to where you really don't even necessarily have to have your concealed weapon license. Now I have to give the disclaimer. This show is for entertainment purposes only. No legal advice or things that sound like legal advice may be used. And if you do use them and you go to prison, that's your problem. But, however, you can call 844-EVIL-LAW, and if you got enough money, I'll come get you out. And remember, the guy who just said that is not a lawyer and is a dumbass, but what do I know? <laughs> well, I wasn't going to call you a dumbass, but you're not a lawyer. That's true. Smart Still ass. guilty. You're a smartass. Smartass. Yeah. <laughs> well, the whole world can appreciate a smartass. Nobody likes a dumbass. Well, this is true. 2015, another, another bill, another signature. Now you can carry open, which I think is 
a dumb idea. Look, the, the law is okay, but carrying open is a stupid idea because who's the bad guy going to shoot first? Exactly. He's going to shoot the guy who's carrying open, and you look like a douchebag. You do. And you, you really do. And the only benefit to carrying open is you scare liberals. Now, that's yeah. kind of fun. Uh, there is some benefit to that. But, yes, of course. I mean, the, the first person to get shot is... The, the guy, guy standing there with the yeah. gun, yeah, and, and typically they're they're sitting there with their you know, uh, nineteen eleven with the, you know yeah. all the horns, bells, and whistles, and yeah, the mall ninja special, yeah, probably a Kimber. Uh, Ooh, uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> stepping in that, high I, I just got into a Facebook war about how Kimbers suck, and that's my personal opinion. Kimbers suck. Um, uh, you know what? I tell you what. Here's the deal. And this is me and you talking. I don't care about the rest of the audience right now. I'll take a high point any day if I need one. That's what I told the guy on Facebook. I'd rather have a high point than a Kimber because that's a better trigger pull. I'm just saying, if you need one, I don't, I don't care who the manufacturer is. <laughs> Besides the fact that the high point costs less than the Kimber official magazine that has Kimber stamped <laughs> on it. I believe that. Yeah, if you're going to spend big bucks on a 1911 type pistol, buy a Wilson Combat. I approve that message. But anyway, I guess they can take gun advice from us. You know. Buy it from, uh, well, they haven't sponsored our show yet, so maybe we'll tell you where to buy it, maybe we won't. In the open carry bill, uh, right after that, then uh, the bill you were talking about where you can now carry switchblades and dirks and daggers, sword canes and spears, and bowie knives and all that, was also uh, that was also changed, so that became legal. And in 2019, this very year, it became illegal to carry in a church if you're legal to carry somewhere else. Um, so, in 2019, carrying in a church became legal. And in 2019, carrying a church became big news. Uh, just the other day, 43-year-old Keith Thomas Canoonan of River Oaks, Texas... And, you know, when I first saw that, I thought, River Oaks, that's that rich neighborhood down by Houston. Because I went to law school with a bunch of guys from, isn't it River Oaks? No, I think that's the Woodlands. The no, Woodland. the Woodlands is where, that. no, you move to the Woodlands first. Then when you get real big bucks, you move to River Oaks. I know not of that, but I believe you. But this is not that River Oaks. This is a little town called River Oaks of 7,000 people in Tarrant County down by White Settlement where Keith Thomas Canoonan, uh, killed 64-year-old Anton Wallace, or Anton Wallace, a church deacon from Fort Worth, and 67-year-old Richard White, a uh, church member from uh, also from River Oaks. Keith Thomas Canoonan was wearing a disguise. He had on a fake beard, a trench coat with a shotgun concealed under it. Again, this is Texas. This isn't the area that you should be trying to do anything of well, this kind of nefarious activities. No, absolutely will, not. This guy obviously had a death wish. I mean, well, you, you got to know you're not making out of that one alive. And, and this brings me to um, the Mohammed terrorist attack in Garland. I see your jihad, and I raise you one Garland <laughs> cop. We had a uh, this politically active woman decided to come up with a draw Mohammed contest because she knew it would bring out the jihadis. 
And it did. It did. And two of them showed up wearing with AKs, with AK-47s, wearing body, body armor, armor. Yes. And a retired sixty-one-year-old Garland police officer, <laughs> while under fire from two maniacs with AKs, tapped both of them in the head and put them down like dogs. I want to say it was with the wheel gun too. I mean, nothing special. Nothing. Just a regular, not a Kimber. Yeah, you definitely know, not a Kimber. Definitely not a Kimber because it worked. Um, <laughs> Put both of them, sent both of them to their 72 virgins or whatever. Yeah, George Washington comes out and punches him in the face. Then Franklin comes out and the guy's like, oh my God, it was 72 Virginians. We're screwed. (laughs) But (laughs) sends them to their their eternal rest in in pieces. So, yeah, Texas, uh, we train down here, folks. And, you know, to get a CHL permit, you don't have to be a, a Delta Force sniper or anything, but you do have to be able to hit a target. I mean, there's, yeah. they start the target at uh, seven yards, and they move it all the way up to three, and you got to score a certain number. Uh, when I took mine, I, I, I missed once because my gun jammed, and, you know, I had to clear it. But then there was the written test, which I was really surprised because some of the people in my class couldn't pass it, and... I figured a blind, mentally handicapped guy could pass this yeah, test. Yeah, mongoloid, and that's actually a, a reference to a, a certain IQ level could pass that. A retarded person could pass the test, uh, and I'm sure there are retarded people walking around who have CHLs, and good for them. You know, Just because you look a little, nah, doesn't mean you can't defend yourself. Don't make fun of our listeners like that. <laughs> I'm one of you. <laughs> I'm um, their leader. <laughs> Yeah, quit licking the windows, man. It's the not engineer. about how many windows you can lick. It's about how clean you can get them. The engineer hates that. This Canoonan guy, this guy, he, he he's screwed in the head. Uh, now, he's really screwed in the head because uh, the guy that shot him took a headshot. But before before he got his brains, before they painted the inside of that Church of Christ wall with his brains, um, he was arrested in September 2016 for Possessing an illegal weapon in New Jersey, another fine state that has extremist gun laws. After he was found taking pictures outside of an oil refinery, which in anyone's vernacular looks exactly like terrorism. I just want to add one caveat uh, for you folks out there. Locks are only made for honest men. And all gun control really does is keeps you know, your honest people from having a means to protect themselves. Depends on how honest they are. Well, but, and, and, you know, we can talk about castle doctrine, you know, in that uh, Texas, you can carry pretty much, you know, you can carry to and from your house to the gun range. You can carry to and from your office. You can carry You can it, carry here. You, you can, can carry, carry there. You're carrying you carrying cash. Carry everywhere. You can't carry in a bar. No, you cannot carry in a bar. Um, you can carry... I don't know. That's kind of a gray area because as long as you're not consuming alcohol. Nope. You cannot carry on the premises of a bar. Do not take this as legal advice. You cannot carry on the premises of the bar. There, I believe, and an do not take this as legal advice. I believe if you're the bar owner, you can yes. have a firearm in the bar for transporting your cash in and out of the bar. But this is not legal advice. So if you want the real answer to that question, you can call 844-EVIL-LAW. And I, I might give it to you, or I might charge you for it, or you can get on Google, and the, you know, why go to law school? 
Just Google. You well, can get incorrect I, I, information for free. I do know this, that prior to even the Castle Doctrine or anything like that, that uh, people who did walk around with large sums of money were able Well, that to, was an exception. There was an exception if you're carrying cash. There was an exception if you're traveling. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, driving down the street to see your girlfriend wasn't considered an exception. But if she lived on the other side of town, you technically, if, if you were going somewhere where a reasonable person might spend the night, before driving back, then you were traveling. That's the way the old law was. Then the Castle Doctrine came out, and, and we're a no-retreat state. So if, you know, what you were talking about with locks and stuff, if if the lock on the front door is open and you walk into someone's house and they blast your face off. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They're within their rights. Now, within they, they, they may be within their rights criminally, but civilly, and this is what I always tell people, why I tell people to take the, well, protected by Smith & Wesson or never mind the dog, beware of owner, take all that bullshit off your trucks and off your, yeah. off your front door because when you shoot somebody, even if you're criminally in your rights to shoot that person, everyone in their family is going to sue you and you're going to spend the next five to seven years and all of your money defending that in civil court. Even if that dirtbag had never done anything, you know, right in his entire life, they're still all going to sue you. And God forbid, if you're one reason, they're another, because that plaintiff's attorney is going to make you out to have been just waiting to commit your own little legal hate crime when someone came into your house and saw that plasma TV and just had to have it. So that's yeah, my remove, public service. Remove the we don't call 911. Remove the we don't call. Take all that shit down. Don't open carry. Don't advertise your... You know, and, and that means on your truck, too. Especially your on your vehicle. truck. You know, take off the, you know, we don't call 911, slap a Jesus fish on there. Anyway, back to, and that, well, that concludes my sermon. Hallelujah and praise the Lord. Uh, Amen. <laughs> at the time this guy was arrested in New Jersey, he also had a warrant in Oklahoma for aggravated assault. Um, aggravated assault, contrary to popular belief, doesn't mean I punch you in the head because you're aggravating me. Aggravated assault means assault using something. Usually it's a deadly weapon or some other kind of something. Something you could really F someone up with. They searched his house. They haven't found, or if they found anything, they haven't announced it yet, like a manifesto. The guy that put this dude to sleep, ah, jeez, I had his name a minute ago, and it's on the tip of my tongue, can't think of it. We'll just call him the good guy. The guy in the white hat. The guy in the white hat, exactly. That's exactly where I was going. The guy in the white hat, um, and I quote, the events at West Freeway Church of Christ put me in a position that I would hope no one would have to be in, but evil exists, and I had to take out an active shooter in church. I am very sad in the loss of two dear friends and brothers in Christ, but evil does exist in this world, and I and other members are not going to allow evil to succeed I don't know whether he wrote that himself or his lawyer wrote it, but if he wrote it himself, really good job. And if your lawyer wrote it, you got a good one. Because this guy's going to get sued. You know, he will. Yeah, no, the no, family, that's going to happen. The family of this psychopath, Kanunan, is going to sue this guy who put his reign of terror to a quick end after he took out two people in his church. It, I, I can't even fathom how that, that is, and if is even comes to be, but it, it, it's going to happen. And if you're related to this guy, but but that's what happens when you exercise your Second Amendment right is you get sued. And 
in our uh, current lunacy on the left, you know, they want to make gun manufacturers strictly liable for anyone that gets shot with a gun. And people that don't aren't lawyers don't know what strict liability is. Let me explain it to you. Statutory rape is a crime of strict liability. That you don't have to prove anything but that that girl was underage and that you did something. So if you have strict liability for gun manufacturers, all you have to prove is that they made that gun and it shot somebody. You know, vehicles also kill people all the time. So, I mean, how far down this slippery slope you want to go? Well, look at Britain. Britain outlawed guns knives. for all practical purposes, but now, exactly, slippery slope. Now they've outlawed knives. But if you really want to look at a disaster, look at Virginia. Virginia's governor Virginia's governor has said, you know, if people won't give up their guns, I'll bring in the, um, the National, National Guard, Guard to take them, and if we still can't get them, we'll kill those people. And Virginia is in the process. He also wants to outlaw all forms of self-defense, including martial arts classes. Now, yeah, here's, here's what you need to remember about this. When seconds count, the cops are minutes away. Uh, always. It's very rare that even with concealed carry and the fact that there are a lot of people walking around with guns and you don't know it, in Texas and in the uh, 38 other states that have shall issue and the like 11 states that have may issue, we're talking about all the states that are not California, New York, Virginia. Gun-friendly. Jersey, Rhode Island. Yeah, basically all the states where people actually give a damn about each other. Um, There are still shootings that occur when nobody can shoot back. Now, Chicago has basically made guns illegal, and uh, their murder rate is double Houston's, a city that has a similar uh, demographics as far as crime. So I ask you, and I know what your answer is going to be, but if you have cities that have, two cities have a lot of crime. Yeah. One city is in a state where guns are celebrated, and it's fairly easy for a decent person to get a permit, and their homicide rate is half that of the city in a state where it's impossible to get a gun or a permit. Yeah, we're talking about the difference of, you know, 650 in Chi-Town and around 300 in Houston. In Houston. In H-Town. Yeah, in H-Town. And then uh, I think it was like 311 in D-Town. Right, right, and, and Dallas's murder rate has gone up, and we can we can discuss <clears throat> bad police chief. We can discuss that some other time. But all you got to do is the math. Now, Democrats are not great at math. Elizabeth Warren thinks she can pay for forty eight trillion dollars in spending with a nickel. But well, you know, it's that Indian part though that you know. As a as a genuine Native American, that really pisses it, me it, off. As well, it should. As well, it should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poke a fake ass. Uh, <laughs> we're trying to avoid the politics, but it seems like they always get dragged into it, especially when you talk about anything having to do with firearms. But, and I I, I wrote it this myself a long time ago and posted on Facebook. Um, it said um, when they took away my Second Amendment. I didn't care because I didn't have any guns. When they took away my Fourth Amendment, I didn't care because I didn't have anything to hide. When they took away my Fifth Amendment, I didn't care because I wasn't being asked to testify against myself. When they took away my First Amendment, I didn't say anything because I couldn't. Exactly. And 
you know, I kind of I messed up my own quote, actually. It was, I didn't say anything, not I didn't care, but y- you get where I'm going. I mean, the, the Second Amendment guarantees the all of the other amendments. Exactly. It's the big brother to the rest of them. I yep. mean, uh, the only reason why it's second is because they had just gotten done, you know, when the founders had written the Constitution, they had just gotten done fighting off a tyrannical government. Right, and, and, and that was the reason for it. It wasn't, you know, and if anybody wants to pop up and, and you know, comment on at Evil Lawyers Guide on Facebook or uh, the Evil Lawyers Guide to Life uh, website or at Evil Lawyer on Twitter, um, and tell me it was for a militia, then I'd be happy to engage in a 12-hour-long argument with you and what an idiot you are. That's not what they were talking about. They were talking about an armed populace who could defend a tyrannical government because that's what they had just done. Exactly. And, um, and Open a book. You can look at Britain where people are getting acid thrown in their faces by members of a certain religion of peace and getting stabbed by other members of the same religion of peace. And Britain... You know, they, they moved to uh, uh, make knives illegal. Uh, if sheep made teeth illegal, would wolves stop eating them? Mm, something to ponder. Yeah, it is. And with that, do you have anything? We, you can find us at the Evil Lawyer's Guide on Facebook. And the website is theevillawyersguide.com. And if that's not good enough for you, 844-EVIL-LAW is a real number. Have an evil day.